Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording... Your next storyteller is named Ryan, but she's not a boy. She lives in Portsmouth with her cats, but she's not a crazy cat lady. And after 30 years of arguing with her mother, she finally decided to start eating her vegetables. Give it up for Ryan Byrne! All right. Good evening, everybody. My name is indeed Ryan. And tonight, I'm going to be telling you one of Aesop's fables. Uh, You remember those stories that they told you in elementary school, and then you promptly forgot once puberty hits? Um, It's going to be one of those. And this one is called The Farmer and the Viper. Do you guys know much about vipers? No. No? They're uh, pretty formidable, formidable predators. When attacking, these snakes can open their mouths a whopping 180 degrees, launch themselves at nine and a half feet per second, and land one-inch fangs into their prey, injecting this lovely thing called venom, which I hear starts to melt your cells before you're eaten to aid in digestion. Yeah, pretty intense. And... um, The farmer, he actually discovered one of these living on his property. Yeah, he went out to tend to his crops, and when he looked across the field, there was a rock on the side, and there was one of these vipers sunning itself in the afternoon sun, getting all nice and toasty. And just as the farmer looked over, there happened to be a rabbit hopping on by. And do you know what that viper did? It opened its mouth 180 degrees, launched itself at nine and a half feet per second, and launched and put inch-long fangs into that rabbit, killing it dead. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, my God, kill it right now. Um, However, the farmer was a man of the earth. He was used to the cycle of life, and he figured he could save a lot on rodent bait that year, so he let it live. And on through the summer it went, Um, the farmer would tend to his crop, and the viper would kill things. Um, However, as the seasons passed, it began to get a little bit chilly. And one day, the the farmer went out there, and he saw that viper laying on the rock, and he wasn't doing too good. As a matter of fact, another rabbit hopped by, and that viper barely moved. And so the farmer, kind man that he was, picked that viper up and took it to the barn where he could get warm and hopefully survive the winter. And so the next morning, the farmer went into the barn to check on that viper. And do you know what that viper did? He opened his mouth 180 (laughs) degrees, launched himself at nine and a half feet per second, and sunk inch-long fangs into the farmer, killing that farmer dead. Um, Yes, and the lovely moral of that story is that kindness bestowed upon the evil will end in misfortune. Yeah, and my mother, she was a farmer. Yeah, now when I say that my mother was a farmer, I don't mean that she had crops and a barn and a cow. What I mean is that my mother cared for things. Because at its heart, that's what a farmer is, right? Right? someone who cares for things. 
And my mother was a farmer. She cared for people. And unfortunately, my mother had the misfortune of loving an alcoholic. I remember when I was a teenager, there was a party one night, and the alcoholic attended this party. Now, there was nothing spectacular about it, a little bit of music, some chatter, a little bit of bad dancing. But, of course, the alcoholic did what the alcoholic does, which is to drink too much. When standing got a little bit difficult, they kindly took away the keys and tucked that alcoholic safely into bed. However, a few hours later, the alcoholic woke up convinced everybody that a few hours was enough to sober up and promptly left in the car, totaling it and returning to the party. Now, when the cops showed up, they couldn't quite believe the, the idea that rogue teens had stolen the car. And so the cops did what cops do, which is to take the alcoholic to jail. And my mother did what my mother does, which is to pick the alcoholic up from jail, take him home, and make sure he was well-fed and cared for. A few years later, that same alcoholic was at the home with the family. And they, we were going to do what uh, most families do at the end of a long, hard day, have a couple of drinks to relax and unwind. And all went well. The family went to bed. Uh, but the alcoholic stayed up, and the alcoholic did what alcoholics do, which is to drink too much. Um, and somewhere in the wee hours of the morning, the alcoholic got a really, really good idea. Yeah, the alcoholic was going to go out and play ring and run. Do you guys know what that is? No, I think they call it ding-dong ditch in this area. <laughs> Yeah, if you've never played, I really, really recommend it. What you do is you go up to a house, you ring the doorbell, and then you run away. It is endlessly entertaining, <laughs> unless you're the person in the house, which is probably why they decided to call the cops. And, of course, the alcoholic saw the cops come and remembered what happened, and so he ran into the woods and tried to hide... Um, unfortunately, the alcoholic was wearing a white shirt. <laughs> Made him really easy to pick out. And when they brought the alcoholic back to the house, the cops did what the cops do, which is to take the alcoholic to jail. And the next morning, my mother did what my mother does, which is to pick the alcoholic up from jail, make sure he's well-fed and cared for. Um, that ended up in, alcoholic ended up in Texas for a bit, and of course the alcoholic did what alcoholics do, which is drink too much. And when that didn't go too well, returned to Virginia to my mother, where my mother did what my mother does, which is to take care of the alcoholic and make sure he's well-fed and cared for. And of course the alcoholic did what the alcoholic does, which is to hide booze under the mattress, park the car in the yard, and spend the occasional night in jail. Well, my mother, on and on it went, one day she got up and she just could not let that viper bite her anymore. So one morning, she got me out of bed, took me out onto the porch, sat me down, and asked me to leave. Yeah, you know, it's a strange thing to wake up one morning and realize that you are the viper and it is your mother standing in front of you in tears. Nobody wants to be the viper. And I understand that perhaps I have made you feel a bit uncomfortable. 
Um, we do not often like to be confronted with the reality that life is not always a picket fence dream that is for other people in other places or a lifetime network movie, um, not something that is meant to be standing in front of you. But I won't leave you entirely in the dark. In the 1860s, scientists discovered a little thing called anti-venom. And they discovered that the same venom that kills can be transformed into something that saves. Thank you. If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, plenty of ways to pitch your story, and our podcast featuring storytellers from previous shows. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.